Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Art of Noticing. I'm your host, best-selling author Johnny B. Truant, and I'm here to help you give the muse the finger and make life your muse instead. In each 10-minute episode, I'll tell you how I spun something mundane into inspiration and show you how to do the same. If you've ever wondered how to write better, how to be creative, how to get more ideas, you're in the right place. Let's start noticing. All right. This week's thing I learned, thing I noticed is a little off-kilter. It is uh, highly personal, and um, it's one of those ones that let's see if I can spin it into a creative lesson. Or actually, I don't need to figure out if I can spin it into a creative lesson. I'm. It's arguably one of the most. It's one of the arguably one of the easiest uh, topics to to convert into a creative lesson. The question is, how do I relate it, or rather, do I want to relate it because it is personal? Uh, but let's do it. So. Because I would say that this is a very human thing, and I am human, and you are human, and I would argue that anybody who is in the arts, what is more human than making art? What is more human than creativity? What is more human than than any of this? Because we're trying to evoke emotion, and we're trying to share our own emotion, and we're trying to be open, and we're trying to get at the core of what it is that makes us different from machines, you know, art. And so anyway, so the specific thing is, uh, it goes like this. So for a little bit of backstory, uh, I wrote a post on my website at johnnybtruant.com. It's called We Are All Broken. And you don't need to read it, but you can if you go to my site and you look it up. And w- what it's about is it's this, this, this rather vulnerable post, this rather open post where I tried to, I was trying to share something that I would hoped, I hoped it would evoke similar experiences, similar thoughts in, in other people. And I figured this is something we could all learn from. So it's actually a perfect thing to talk about on this, um, on this art of noticing podcast. But just to summarize very quickly, the, the point of that post was that I thought that I was, uh, kind of unbroken, you know, a lot of, a lot of creators, they're, they're obviously, uh, psychologically wounded in some way, shape or form. And there's always a sensitivity there that, that, uh, it is the the ground from which you create your art. And I uh, always thought that, well, you know, I, I, I had a good childhood. I had supportive parents. I still have very good relationships with my parents. I get along well with my kids. I haven't been abused. I haven't lived on the streets. Like all the things that, you know, people say pain makes great art. I, I haven't had that kind of pain. I mean, I've had pain. I've had setbacks. I've had plenty of crap in my life, but I haven't had that. And so the post is all about me realizing, oh no, I'm, I'm as messed up as everybody else, just in different ways and l- more subtle ways. But we are all broken. That's what the, po- the post title means. And specifically, without going to too much depth, um, I have this thing where I need to be, uh, I need to feel like I'm, like people like me. Um, maybe that's why I am who I am. Maybe that's why I'm out here making a podcast and creating a blog and, and publishing books. I don't need to go into a lot of depth with that, but the point is that, that I explored some, some of my triggers in this to the point where I was triggered by certain things that would happen in ways that don't make sense. That's the way that psychological wounds, wounds work where you, you're provoked and you, you react. And whenever you have a reaction that's disproportionate to whatever's going on, 
I've learned to look and say, whoa, hey, what's happening there? You got really mad about something that it doesn't make a lot of sense to be really mad about. I mean, if you, if you step back and you step into the shoes of the person that you're yelling at or who's hearing this, you're like, whoa, something's off with that person. And this is like, if you've ever gotten to the day after where you've been disproportionately bummed out or mad or something, and you haven't, you're looking back on it and you go, oh, that was a lot. Like, this is what I'm talking about. There's something there that is, that is triggering you that was triggering me. And so when I had, you know, one of my many kind of excessive reactions. Now I don't fly off the handle in a crazy way, but I, it is excessive. And I looked and I said, oh, okay, that's coming from this wound. So that was the point of that, of that uh, episode of that blog post was realizing that I have these wounds and I have these triggers. And so I, I began to acknowledge where some of that was coming from, where some of those reactions were coming from. And we all have these. We just don't know that they exist. We don't know what they are. We don't know that this phenomenon exists and we just think this is how the world is. So you react to something, you go, well, that person sucks. Well, that person might suck, but it also might be that you are having an excessive reaction because there's something in you and you don't know what it is that's in you. You couldn't get at it if you looked at it and you don't even know that that's a phenomenon. So that's this whole idea. And so once I started to really delve into that, then what I noticed specifically was, oh crap, these emotions still come. Like I still have these negative emotions. I still get disproportionately bummed out by something. And I don't always even know what is triggering me, let alone what the trigger is or what, let alone what the, the base emotion is. And, or I get, I get mad or I get something like that. And so specifically the, uh, well, there's two levels of specifically here. So specifically the emotions still come, even though I know where they're coming from, they still happen, even though I'm like, well, that shouldn't happen. And then the real lesson here is that you shouldn't that I shouldn't resist them, that it's the resisting that causes the the suffering. And I'm, I, I don't mean to overuse the word suffering. A lot of people really suffer. This is not suffering in a grand sense, but it is suffering in the way that like Buddhism talks about where, you know, uh, the suffering is, is, comes from resistance. And so the, the true epiphany, and I know that it's taking me a lot to explore it here, is that the root of suffering is the resisting of the emotions and that I shouldn't resist them. I should just let them come. And I thought that knowing where the emotions are coming from should make them go away. And if they still come, I should be able to just dismiss them and that it's some sort of failing if I don't. And the, the, the thing I noticed, the thing I learned was I shouldn't resist them. I should accept them. And what this all speaks to is the idea of a journey. And I call this creative limbo. It's the the time after you you know what's going on and it still happens. And in theory, I call it limbo because I think, and I could be totally wrong about this, that there comes a time after this where the triggers no longer work. You are no longer triggered in that specific way. But there's this limbo in between. You know what the trigger is. It hasn't gone away. It hasn't lost its efficacy, its ability to trigger you, but you still get the emotions. And so that's this weird limbo. And that letting it happen letting yourself experience those things and not resisting them, even though they're negative, even though you think I should be above this, even though you think it is really, really illogical and dumb that I am falling victim to this thing. Even if you think that it doesn't matter because they're still going to happen. And it's the resistance to it that is causing the problem that is causing the suffering. And so all of this speaks to a creative a character arc is that that limbo is the sweet spot for stories. 
that it's not the part at the beginning that's interesting. I mean, that that's act one, right? As far as an emotional journey, that part at the beginning where the character is just reactive and it's not the part at the end where they've they've completed their character journey. The the real stuff, the real good stuff is in the middle. It's that it's that journey, it's the limbo. And so realizing that delving into that as kind of a character thing when when I'm writing, when I'm creating, when I'm telling stories is that that limbo is where all the juice is. You know, act 2 is this limbo in all its glory. And if you follow traditional three-act structure, that's a half of the story. It's where all the stuff happens. You know, the conflict resolves at the end. The conflict is set up at the beginning. But all the adventures, all the really cool parts that you remember, other than the climax of like a movie or book, are that limbo. They are the struggles. They are the, the attempts to overcome both externally and internally that happen along the way because the character is resisting what it is. And they're battling inside. That is the height of the emotional antagonist that comes from the inside. The height, or rather the persistence of the internal struggle comes from this limbo. So there's a lot to address there, just understanding that it's the journey, not the destination, that as creators, we should really be paying attention to not just in ourselves, but also in our characters as we look to develop them and make them more real, more interesting, more relatable. All right, that's it for today. If you'd like more, there's a full article about every episode on my website at johnnybtruant.com as well as show notes and transcripts. If you find value in what I do, please consider becoming a member of the site. Just click on membership at the top. Members get extra weekly episodes of the podcast, extra companion articles, my current in-progress book if you're into that sort of thing, and more, all for just a few bucks a month. It's basically like buying me a cup of coffee. If membership isn't for you, please show your support by subscribing, sharing, reviewing, all that good stuff. It really does make a difference. Thanks for listening and stay curious.